Welcome to this week's 5-Minute Rashi, coming to you from Melbourne, Australia. In this week's Sedra, Devarim, Moshe Rabbeinu repeats to the Bnei Israel the story of, in a sense, how the 40 years of wandering began. The story of the Miraglim, the spies that were sent to Israel and came back with a negative report and persuaded the people to not want to go into the land of Israel thus causing their punishment. When the story is repeated, the Pasuk says in Perak Aleph Pasuk Kafhe, the spies return to the Bnei Israel, the land is good which Hashem our God has given us. Rashi says there, who are these spies that said about the land's goodness? Yehoshua the Kalev. They were the two so-called good spies, Yehoshua and Kalev. And we know from the story of the spies, as we learnt it in Bamidba Perikut Gimel, that the ten spies are the ones who speak ill of the land, and Yehoshua and Kalev speak only good about the land, thus explaining Rashi's comment here. However, that's not really the whole case, because over there in Perikut Gimel Posset Kaf Zion, the bad spies actually say, they say the land which you sent us to is a land flowing with milk and honey. Now Rashi says there, in, Perik, uh, in Bermidba Perik Yud Gimel, that the reason these ten bad spies said something good about the land is because all falsehood needs to have a bit of truth in it at the beginning in order to be sustained. So the question is, why therefore does he not address the subject of the spies we're told about here in Devarim Perik Aleph as the ones who said the land was good, why does he not say that refers to all the spies? Because after all, even the bad spies started off by saying the land was good. One answer to this question is the straightforward one. It's true that the ten spies said something good about the land, but that wasn't all that they said. They said plenty of bad things about the land as well. So when the Pasuk here in Devarim Perak Aleph says, they said, Tovat Ha'aretz, Asher Hashem Lanu, the land is good which Hashem has given us, and that is implied that that's the entire message that they gave, that can't be referring to the ten bad spies, because they said a lot more. Another answer is that the context of this whole section is Moshe rebuking the people for the mistakes that they have made. If he refers to the ten bad spies, and how those spies turned away the hearts of the Bnei Israel and persuaded them to lose faith in Hashem, that's not really a criticism of the Bnei Israel. On the contrary, it makes their mistake understandable because ten bad spies influenced them that way. That's why Moshe, as Rashi explains, is only referring to the message of the good spies and thereby casting all the blame for what went wrong on the people who refused to listen to the two good spies thus fitting in the context of this whole chapter, indeed this whole Sefer, this part of the Sefer Devarim, which is rebuking Bnei Israel for their failings. But the Ramban points out another question on Rashi. He says that if it's only true that two good spies said good things about the land, as Rashi says here, and the other ten spies said bad things about the land, then how can the Bnei Israel be blamed for following the ten rather than the two? 
Isn't it natural? Isn't even a principle of halakha that we go after the rov, after the majority? So how can the Bnei Yisrael be blamed if there were only two spies who said good things? For this reason, the Ramban rejects Rashi's interpretation and goes in a completely different derech, understanding the way that these pasukim, these verses, are explaining the story of the spies. But the Maharal ingeniously responds to the question of the Ramban. He says, even if it were two spies saying the land was good and ten spies saying the land was bad, as Rashi says, the Bnei Israel can still be blamed for not listening to the two and listening to the ten instead. Because they should have realised that what the two were saying, that the land is good, was open to inspection. If the land was good, the Bnei Israel should enter the land and they would find out for themselves if indeed it was good, if those two spies were telling the truth. However, if the ten spies were to be believed, and the land was bad, and the Bnei Israel don't even go there, they'll never actually find out if the ten were telling the truth or not. Since one should always believe something that is uttered by a person which is able to be substantiated and able to be checked out, that was a reason that the Bnei Israel should have listened to the two, because their claim could be verified, rather than listening to the ten, because their claim by definition, that we should not go into Eretz Israel, can never be proven one way or the other. Thus, says the Maharal, refuting the Ramban, Rashi is correct to say, two spies said the land was good, and even though they were in the minority, it was to the fault of the Bnei Israel that they did not listen to them, and we know the rest of the history of the 40 years of wandering. Shabbat Shalom.